Hi, and welcome to the Audacious Health Podcast, where we dive into the wholehearted and imperfect cultivation of our own well-being and the health of our communities. No quick fixes, no shortcuts, just honest conversations to challenge and inspire you to maximize your potential right where you are. Welcome to the Audacious Health Podcast. I am excited to introduce you all to Christy Cole, aka Urban Veggie. She is a maternal child RN and a wellness liaison with a deep passion for connecting the local community with all things yoga. She's an RYT 200 yoga instructor at the Olympic Training Center, helping athletes slow down and prevent injury. She's also an Instagram influencer that brings daily inspiration to the masses. I feel like there's so much more I could say about all the amazing things Christy is doing in our community, but welcome Christy to the podcast. Thank you so much, Shotzi. I'm so excited to be here. I'm really excited to have you. Uh, I kind of want to start at the beginning. So you're an RN by trade. How did you become passionate about yoga? Um, that's a great question. Um, although I am deeply committed to my yoga practice at this point in my life, I wouldn't say that it was something that came naturally to me. You hear about yoga being this amazing thing, like people talk about it while you're in nursing school or you hear it out in the community or social media, yoga's amazing. So I tried it and dabbled in it quite a few times before actually really um, enjoying it. I feel like I was really resistant to the fact that it wasn't quote-unquote athletic enough Mm. initially. So I think it took me finding the right instructors in the right place to and being in the right mindset to be open to receiving that. Um, And then once I found that perfect scenario, I found that it was influencing like literally every aspect of my life. So my work life, my friendships, my marriage, my physical body were all benefited greatly from using this practice I um, have made it a part of my daily life and then want to share that with others that's super cool Uh, how would you define yoga Um, I think that's a really good question we've actually been focusing on that at the studio that I practice at this month and I think that as a blanket statement it's a cohesive relationship between mind body and spirit So I guess breaking that down a little bit further and noodling into that. So the mind kind of focusing on our internal and external conversations. So what we're consuming via TV, via social Mm -hmm. media, um, music, conversations. So not necessarily consumption in a traditional physical sense, but what scenarios do we consume or take in in our daily interactions? And then moving forward to body. So what are we putting into our physical bodies in regards to food? Um, How are we exercising or not exercising or practicing asana or the physical postures of yoga? And then what kind of rest are we giving our bodies? And then spirit, so how we're interacting with the world around us and then how that circle back circles back to what is in our noggin. So kind of a (laughs) comprehensive um, trifold there. And I think that um, what I really enjoy about yoga is that the practice meets you where you're at. So sometimes that means that it's a more physical practice, and then other times it's more meditative or spiritual. And I think that's the great thing about it is that it is accessible to any and all bodies. Mm. 
Um, and I think that the physical practice kind of gets you ready for the real practice, if you will, um, so that you are in a space where you're so focused that you are actually able to receive what's happening around you and you're able to kind of get those deeper messages or you're just literally so tired that you let go of everything um, and you're really just in your body, in your mind, in that moment, in that breath. Hmm. I love that. I got my RYT 200. I think we both got ours at Core Power. Yes. Um, I think that was one of the biggest things that I realized is that it can be so adaptive and like you said, meeting you where you are and you don't have to be like already really flexible or I feel like there's so many misconceptions of people like well I would never do yoga because I'm not flexible uh." (laughs) absolutely um and I think that oftentimes um I go through this conversation with people a lot people feel like they can't go to a yoga class because they're not flexible and then arguably that's how you get flexible Mm -hmm. um and I think that in western society um yoga kind of gets uh, categorized with Cirque du Soleil or it can mm-hmm. go in this other direction of like 1970s hippie vans and it sure can be that but I think that um, it doesn't have to be and there's a great quote that says your practice doesn't expect you to show up happy it asks you to be present it doesn't mind if you are put together or if you are a mess you can arrive with a jumbled mind and a heavy heart Your practice cares less if you can touch your toes or meditate for hours. It's asked simply that you show up, which I think really resonates with me because I think that yoga can be in anything. So anytime you're interacting with a person or a place or a situation, you can choose to enter or respond with pause, with breath, with emotional intelligence, and a mind that seeks to learn or understand So to question um, versus assume and um, to learn versus to be understood. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would say argue that yoga isn't about making every situation light, bright or carefree, but rather bringing the light of our perception and the fortitude of our spirit into dark places. So acknowledging that our we are strong and encouraging the beauty within that grace. That's beautiful. No, I think that's something that I really benefit from yoga is I think I'm a go, go, go type A person and it's really hard to get me to slow down. Yes. I think that speaks to me too, where I think that um, it's one of the only times that I am conscientious of my breath, um, at least initially. And I think that now that I've gone deeper into my practice it um shows up in in almost every interaction or at least I aim for it too I'm still human and I definitely have faults (laughs) yeah I think it's just that continual practice and they reiterate that so much in yoga classes is like all of a sudden you'll be doing a posture and then your mind just like goes somewhere completely different like you're thinking about what you have to do afterwards or your to-do list and like just having to bring yourself and center yourself back again and again and be like hey no breathe like this moment this moment absolutely it's a practice (laughs) I'm I'm glad that you have um, found benefit in this as well and yeah it's so easy to be distracted about your to-do list or honestly even just like oh I'm so excited for that coffee that I get after classes yeah (laughs) yeah and it is a practice because then like you said then once you practice that you can start to see it show up in 
your relationships, like your marriage and you're being more present with your spouse because you're saying, hey, I don't want to think about my to-do list while I'm like having this date. Like let's be present and, you know, see each other. And it's kind of that like, uh, you know, the light in me sees the light in you um, and kind of really trying to practice that throughout the day as well. Yeah, I think that um, just being – more intentional um, with your interactions just Mm -hmm. feels really great. Yeah. Um, So I know that you are deeply connected to our local community. I would love to hear a little bit about the what you are doing and kind of the why behind it. Oh, that's very nice of you. (laughs) I would say that right now I'm trying to focus. I start each day with posting on my account on Instagram on Urban Veggie, just sharing little daily vignettes or inspiration. So sharing the wisdom of those that are much wiser than me, whether it's good or maybe not so great, something that's um, going on in the world, but that has a interesting reflection or maybe it's funny um but just things that have helped me in some way shape or form and I'm just kind of hoping that maybe it will resonate with others um and then I've felt the need to give back since COVID and um as with everyone else uh, that pandemic has obviously changed everyone's lives and it altered my ability to pour into the community. I was hosting a bi-weekly yoga class at the hospital for healthcare workers and the community at large at that time. But since that has shifted, um, I've pivoted. And as of November 2021, I started hosting three to four major fundraisers per year to connect community and garner support for a worthy cause. Um, so crafting an evening of yoga, music, movement, and giveaways from some phenomenal local businesses who've been really supportive. That's awesome. I think that intention is so needed. And um, I've attended some of your events, and they're just so fun because it combines you know, some yoga and some sometimes outside or just like connecting people to local businesses and really featuring them in the events. Sometimes there's a little alcohol involved. <laughs> uh, it's just a really great time. And I think you're just so intentional with these events and really exposing some of the small businesses to uh, our community, which is really awesome. Um, but I'm, is there any like core value that you really hope to spread in the community this year? Yeah, so I'm a big believer in the idea that what you put out in the world comes back to you. So kindness is magic, grace is contagious, and in order to positively impact someone's life, you don't have to have all the answers. You don't need fame, fortune, followers. You just simply have to care. Um, We all want to be the recipient of love or care or people reaching out um, because being seen feels great. Um, I don't know about you, Chauncey, but there's never been a time where I felt bad after someone Mm. spread a little bit of light or love in my direction, gave you a compliment. Um, So a gentleman that I follow on Instagram, Mark Groves, captured it best when he said, we operate from I'm closed, but you should be open. And see how that's backwards? Mm. If you always go first, you always win. Because your love isn't dependent upon others, it's dependent upon yourself. So I'd like to kind of expand on that. And if you see something beautiful or that you admire in someone, 
like tell them it always feels nice to receive a compliment no matter how small um so i encourage you all to not be shy and to (laughs) to tell each other how much you appreciate one another and i guess one of my goals is that if you hang out with me for long enough i am going to brainwash you into believing that you can do anything you set your mind to (laughs) brainwash you yes that's awesome um yeah i just feel like this moment whatever moment that is this current juncture is is our life so we must make the most of that whether we're at work or at school or at home or an event um, it's what we make it. So we are responsible for the energy that we bring into a situation. So why not make that positive? Yeah, I think that unfortunately pan- the pandemic created a lot of like victim mentality and like, oh, this is happening to me and this is terrible. And kind of it was, it's really easy to yeah. wallow in like what's happening to you. Absolutely. And yeah, we don't get to choose a lot of the things that happen to us. Sometimes they just – occur and we're unlucky and like yeah. um even if we are putting good out in the world sometimes we don't necessarily get it back but Absolutely. I love your mentality of no like I decide how I approach today and this mm-hmm. is my attitude and yeah this is kind of terrible that this is happening to me but like what can I do about it and Absolutely. not like ignoring the negativity by all right. means or just like you know pasting happiness over everything but being like hey well yeah these are the cards I was dealt what can I do with them that would you know maybe empower someone else or at least like help me carry through the day in a a better light yeah I completely agree with that um I think that it's easy to fall into that victim mentality absolutely and um there are certain days where work starts off in um, not the best light, we'll mm-hmm. say. <laughs> and um, it's easy to just, you know, cast off the day of like, today is terrible and this is the worst and I just hate my job and you can just go down this whole rabbit hole. Or you can say like, hey, this was a bad five minutes. Mm. This was a bad morning if it, you know, continues to expand. But then you have the opportunity to pivot at any point. So you can say, okay, I had a bad five minutes or I had a bad morning but then you can have a great afternoon, you can have a great evening. So I think that um, one thing that's really helped me is to segment my day into thirds. And so if you had a bad morning, that doesn't mean that you are going to have a bad day. Or if you had a bad day, it doesn't mean you're gonna have a bad week. Or if you had a bad week, doesn't mean you're gonna have a bad month. Um, Like you have the opportunity, like you are kind of the director of Mm. your own life. And so you can say, okay, plot twist, we're gonna do something else now. Yeah. That is so powerful, too, because, I mean, who wants to spend an entire day miserable? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, me neither. And I think a lot of us are in that misery of our own making uh, and, yeah, that we can, like, change our perspective. And Mm -hmm. I think, as you said, yoga and mindfulness is a way to just, like, pause and stop and kind of reorient your mind, recenter Mm -hmm. your heart, and move forward in a new direction. Yeah, it's um, been really beneficial to me, and I don't think that I gave credence to that initially. Like I said, it was a, it was a slow burn starting this whole yoga journey for me. And but yes, I mean, to be able to have that um, mental fortitude to say this isn't just because this is the way that it started doesn't mean that's how it has to end. Mm. Yeah, I love that. So I know that you are a big believer in a word of the year, yes. and I am too. So I want to hear what your word of the year is, 
and how you happened upon it. Perfect. Um, I actually chose the word illuminate this year, um, which is to make something bright or visible by shining light upon it. So I wish to embody this word by seeking out light. Joy, laughter, bright spots, sparkle, shimmer, shine, elation, sunshine, um, and new lessons or information or perspective. So anything that makes my heart go pitter-patter or (laughs) um, my mind or consciousness expand. Um, And then simultaneously, I aim to radiate that light. So to be a floodlight, an overhead light, a headlamp or even a teeny tiny candle that brings even the slightest amount of hope to another being. So I aim to leave people better than I found them. Mm. Um, Kind of the Girl Scout motto with a little twist. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, sprinkle a little bit of glitter in my wake. Um, Yes. (laughs) I just, I feel strongly that words are magic. um, And I think that you would agree based on your idea of also enjoying this word of the year, that words are powerful. Mm-hmm. So if you implement the proper ones in the proper order, you can nudge the world a little. I had a former teacher once say that they call it spelling for a reason. Our words, our verbal declarations, our written articulations are like spells, casting mm-hmm. our wishes out into the world. So if we up-level our language, um, we can change our words and maybe our world will change. Yeah, our words really do have the power of life and death, and they can be so important, not only to what we're speaking out loud, but the words we're speaking to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I love the word illuminate. It's it's so powerful. My word for the year is intentional. Which I love. (laughs) Thanks. Um, I feel like how I kind of come across a word of a year is I do a lot of journaling. Mm -hmm. I do a lot of praying and kind of – it's usually some theme that keeps popping up yeah. and I try to do that at the beginning of the year. Sometimes it takes a few weeks to get For you know, sure. that kind of one word. How do you usually come upon your word of the year? Um, I think that it, I'm not necessarily consistent with it. <laughs> <laughs> I, this past year I did, was just thinking about, about it a lot while I was practicing yoga physically and like for weeks once again it's not wasn't a fast quick like oh I just came across this word one time and it just spoke to me um although it can be it can Mm -hmm. be for people um if you get that inspiration I like encourage you to hold on to that um but for me it was okay what what is something that I actually really want to stick with for an Mm -hmm. entire year Mm -hmm. and really what um embodies like my purpose and where I see myself going and like what do I want to cultivate moving forward and not just um personally or professionally but um as as a community Mm. yeah I think that is really powerful because then as you go throughout the year you can kind of return to that one word Mm -hmm. and then also evaluate you know is this the way that I want to live my life am I being intentional am I you know with my actions illuminating light in (laughs) dark areas and can be a source of inspiration and as well, a little bit of accountability. I Absolutely, think, I the think year. the accountable accountability piece is is spot on. Um, and I think that while like we as a society have this tradition of you know putting it on a calendar year of like okay January first I'm starting my new fresh life, I think that there's also validity to like having weekly Mm check-ins monthly check-ins honestly daily check-ins like are you still embodying that world word and then I mean truly does that word still serve you Mm -hmm. so although I feel 
very deeply committed to my word and I love your word of intentional and I think that that probably will speak to you for this calendar year but um once again like just because it served you at that time Mm -hmm. um doesn't mean that it's forever something that you have to hold on to so maybe some a different word speaks to you three months in from now and um you know I I encourage you to go for that too (laughs) yeah it's never too late to course correct Mm -hmm. even if you're like deep in October and you need to course correct like it's better to do it then than to wait another two months before the January comes around again yes so I want to talk forest bathing because I know that's something that you love maybe tell us a little bit about how you practice that Yes. Um, Okay. So physically, like I practice asana or, you know, the physical movements of yoga once a day for at least an hour. But I also like to go on a daily walk um, or moving meditation. So I aim to make that walk outside as much as possible, but I'm not going to lie. Sometimes um, in this cold winter weather. It's a little cold. (laughs) um, I've been just kind of going to the stairwell. But um, hey, that counts. (laughs) You got to do what you got to do. But uh, with that um i try really hard to get outside at at least three to four times a week doing a hike and um so forest bathing i somebody mentioned that to me maybe like a couple months ago which is so funny because i was like oh that's such a cute phrase um and i love being outside and i love hiking but there's a whole science behind it. There is. I want to really geek out for a second yes. about that because it is so, so cool. And forest bathing a lot of times in like the scientific realm is called nature-based therapy. But, you know, benefits are all the same. There's some really cool research on the biomolecular benefits of forest bathing. There was actually a recent study I looked at. It was published just last month in the International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health. And they looked at nature-based therapy or forest bathing for recovery in bedridden and trauma patients, um, post-trauma patients. And they found that it shortened their healing times It improved their mental health and it stimulated their immune system. Just being in nature, like even if they couldn't walk in it. And they found that it was because the plant emitted volatile organic compounds or VOCs. They are emitted when you're in nature and you inhale them or absorb them through your skin and it can cause invigorating effects on your immune system. So it promoted this wound healing process through those VOCs. It, it, it kind of reduces the oxidative stress and inflammation in your body and they found that it improved the antioxidant activity in your body, suppressed inflammatory responses regardless of whatever your underlying issues were. I love this so much because like the science geek nursing side of me is like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. There's actually evidence-based research behind this versus like, I don't know, it just makes me happy and I feel good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like having clinical studies behind it, I think that's so um, beneficial and I hope that, you know, that translates into more Western medicine kind of implementing that in more care so when you go to the doctor that they literally prescribe like a walk out in nature <laughs> yeah definitely I mean it is can can be hard in the cold weather right yes. now but <laughs> even just that short amount of time in the sunshine yes. or next to a real plant or in a sunroom or mm-hmm. something could actually really help and if you just bundle up and put those little yak tracks on your feet so you're not slipping <laughs> you're good to go <laughs> yeah so I know that you like to hike with a weight vest I want to yes. hear a little bit more about this what's that inspiration for um yeah so let's see I've been hiking with a weighted vest um and I 
am weird and I put it in a backpack. Because, <laughs> hey, that works. Um, as a female, I found that that's just more comfortable to carry that weight on my hips using those little straps. But um, I've been doing it for almost a year now. And I started it because I just think that there's a lot of benefits of being challenged or being put under pressure or kind of working through that struggle. Um, you know, and outside of hiking life like that's how coal becomes a diamond like when it's been put under pressure (laughs) um so I'm a big fan of that idea of growing and um kind of taking it to that next level and then I also have this just like (laughs) um interesting I don't even want to know exactly how to phrase this but um I am kind of a nerd and I love I played a lot of Super Mario when I was younger with my brother (laughs) and so like I think that was Nintendo 64 era like I don't actually play video games now so I can't speak to any of the other things but um I just imagine like little Mario going and I'm getting (laughs) stronger (laughs) when I'm like doing something that's challenging and then like particularly I like to do things like on an incline whether it's actually the incline in Colorado Springs or just hiking and getting my quote-unquote ups I just um imagine myself as a little Mario and do 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 yeah leveling up I love that that's such a great visualization I'll have to use that next time I'm like doing something challenging just imagine that like level up and you get that star power and you go do 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 yeah that's fantastic no I think that's so true I love I would say to my team all the time like pressure makes diamonds like it's hard and this is you know it's gonna make us great at the end it's gonna refine us and it is true it's it's so cliche but I think it's just like yeah you cannot become who you're meant to be without some struggle absolutely some challenge yes whether that challenge comes to you without your consent or or it's something like okay I'm gonna put this weighted vest on and hike this mountain to challenge my muscles in a little bit different way yes get out of my comfort zone a little bit what else is inspiring you right now Christy um well I mean I just think that I'd like to say that like inspiration can be anywhere um so I just try to find it in in each and every day so whether that's like a sunrise or when you like see a baby and they're giggling or cooing or (laughs) maybe it's spoken words from a yoga class or if you just hear someone laughing um gosh I love people who have like just that big gregarious laugh that is just contagious I don't even have to know what they're laughing about for that to bring a smile to my face Hmm, um (laughs) maybe just like a a hug I'm a big person on physical touch um maybe it's a podcast a tv show an email commercial a musician I mean honestly any time that a human is participating in activity that they're passionate about whether it's underwater basket weaving, baking, <laughs> um, dancing, etc. Um, like I think that you can find inspiration in Instagram or social media as with anything um, it's what you make it. So I think just trying to be more observant um, with what you are focusing on. Um, so instead of watching something that's doom and gloom and scary maybe watching something that's more positive or more insightful that's going to spark growth and inspiration and love versus oh the world is terrible and this is a scary place um and maybe that's selfish to view the world through rose tinted glasses but I think that I think we 
get to choose how we see the world and if you've decided that the world is horrible and terrible then it will be for you Mm -hmm. and if you choose to see that it's amazing and good and yes acknowledge that sometimes terrible things happen but overall that there is light and that there is warmth in the world around us then I think that that will be echoed back to you. 100% I think that you're definitely onto something because it's what you stew on and what you meditate Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. and or look at you know all day every Mm -hmm. day is what is the energy that you're going to put back into the world Mm -hmm. right so if you Mm -hmm. are internalizing all the doom and gloom on the news everything is messed up and terrible Mm -hmm. then that's probably going to be your view of the world that is a different kind of rose tinted glasses right you're just putting Mm -hmm. that on so I think it is important to think about what we're taking in whether that's through media or Mm -hmm. nutrition and thinking that all of that's going to internalize and help us live out you know either a great positive day or just add to the negative energy of the world absolutely I think we um we get to choose our narrative kind of in that sense because if you've decided that the world is horrible and terrible like it will be for you Mm -hmm. um and but if you choose to always find the joy then then you will um and like it can be something super simple like we um I watched the show This Is Us I don't know if that speaks to anybody but several uh, seasons episodes back there was like this one part in it where there's like three kids who are going crazy at the pool there's a lot happening someone's crying someone like lost their food and then the mom is just feeling like completely overwhelmed um but then they're on the car ride home there's like a ladybug on the windshield and they the kids get so excited about this ladybug and they actually name the ladybug and like once again that idea of that pivot point of okay well instead of the day being like oh my gosh the pool was a hot mess and the sun was too hot and everybody got burnt and all the things and someone's crying (laughs) um like they there's this little ladybug named Lucy and she brought joy to our lives today and that's what the kids remember is hey we went to the pool with mom and we met a ladybug yeah the small things matter and mm-hmm. paying attention to those small things like you said even just looking for the laugh in the day mm-hmm. you know it doesn't have to be a part of a conversation mm-hmm. you're in but just being at a coffee shop or something yeah. and like there is so much positive out in the world mm-hmm. if you're willing to be open and look for it yeah. and i think that that is such a a powerful practice with like gratitude practice mm-hmm. is that once you start consciously saying like I'm thankful for those small things you start actually seeing more of them absolutely so I think that super powerful even if like mental note or writing something down mm-hmm. if you even if it's once a week it just actually changes the way that you view the rest of your day yeah and I think that um you're spot on with that like if you notice one thing this week like maybe next week you you'll notice two things like it doesn't have I'm not saying like okay um Christy I'm horrible horribly terribly depressed and you're telling me that I need to be grateful 99.9 percent of the time no I think that if you are even just one half of a percent more grateful this week um I think that it will multiply and expand and I understand that there are challenges that we all face um, and I guess I just try to view those scenarios and situations that maybe make me feel really uncomfortable and that I don't like and um, that challenge me 
and you know maybe make me cry <laughs> um, <laughs> that those situations are growth opportunities and that maybe next time I'm in that situation I can view it um, in a different light or you know what maybe I can't view it in a different light but I'm a little bit stronger this round because I've been through it before yeah I love your view on things and <laughs> You just bring so much inspiration to people. Mm, thanks, Chelsea. <laughs> Chrissy, where can people follow you and find you? Sure. I am on Instagram on urban.veggie. And then um, my website is urbanveggie.weebly.com. And that will have like all of my current um, events and pro- programs. And um, I think those are probably the easiest places to find me and hopefully out in the community in a class. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. Come and check out one of Chrissy's events. They are super fun and she just plans some really cool community connection. (laughs) So uh, thank you everyone for listening. If you liked what you heard today, please share some love and share the podcast. Leave us a reading and review and we'll see you next time. Bye friends. Mm